All right. So it sounds like the verdict is in. Yes. Um, hashtag payola. Case closed. <laughs> hashtag payola. Get me at Shapiro on the phone. So, Case closed. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I just want to thank all the listeners. No. And you know what? For all of y'all are trash. Justice being served and today. clearly no justice one actually listened today. to the episode. So, so I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy about that. Clearly no one listened to the episode and people were just pressing buttons, don't know how to work y'all's damn phones. And that's okay. Because you know what? I'm going to get Annalise you're, Keating. You're upset. And I'm going to get Olivia Pope. And we're yeah. taking this all the way to the Supreme Court. How about right. that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you ain't heard the last yeah, of me. No. This ain't, this ain't over. Because no. we're going to appeal. Don't worry. No. I beat the chart. I beat it again. Don't worry. Trent had goons so, coming to my house. That is not true. Had people bullying me on Instagram. You that know who you true. are. No. You, you know who you are. You... So, so you, you bought the votes. This just like a Chicago you. resident. You bought no, the votes in this corrupt to society. Because you I solicit no hate. And you know what? The thing about it is, what's so funny is because everyone who follows us on uh, Instagram at Cold Pop Show, you saw the poll that was done. I was not even going to do a poll. Oh, no. We needed Marcus to do a poll. Marcus wanted to do a poll. I said, Marcus, I don't think you want to do that. I said, I don't know if that's necessary. He's like, no, let's do a poll. Let's see who they think is right. I said... Okay, I, and if you also follow, if you follow Marcus Drew Steele on his Instagram, you'll see that there he had his own poll going. So he had a side poll in addition to the Cold Pop Show poll. And so I'm going to sit here, I'm going to let you know that, yes, I did. I won the popular <laughs> vote and I won the I feel like Hillary vote. Clinton in 2016. No, I won both. <laughs> I have both votes. Yeah. That's how I feel. And then you know what? That's okay. How you lose the how you <laughs> lose the poll on your page though? The side poll that That's you started okay. to do, you even lost. That's okay. So once again, justice was served. The and fact I, of the I'm matter so is listeners, y'all are not real. Y'all are fake as press on nails. Yo, I appreciate y'all. And to hell with everyone. Thank you all for your votes. And, a voteless people is a hopeless people. And let's get this I show started. It. What's up, listeners? Hey, We're hey, back hey. With a new episode of Cold Pop. I'm your boy Trent Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And we have a lot to talk about today. Yes. 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 So lots of topics. We're going to be hitting everything from Wu Chow to Fizz Flat, um, as well as some really cool topics that Marcus has planned for us later on. But let's get into it. Let's recap the weekend. Yes. Yeah. How was your weekend? Um, my weekend was good. You know, it was, um, you know, Chicago winter is here. I mean, definitely. That, that's all I have to say. I think that you reposted this, and one of the things that um, I saw on Twitter too, uh, somebody tweeted and said, nothing surprises black people more <laughs> than yeah, winter. I, I mean, it's very true. Like, <laughs> the cold weather. I don't know why y'all gagging. It's not like she bring it to you every ball. And, and that is so true. And like every year, I'm just like, oh, so it's, it's we're, we're, we're doing this. We're yeah, doing we're, this. It's definitely here. Get ready. I'm, I'm tired of hearing the complaints. You live in Chicago. You know what is coming. And I, I mean, I just sometimes you expect fall to maybe last a little bit longer, yeah. but you know, I guess it's just not a thing anymore. So, so hot girl summer's over. Over. Thotum. Over. <laughs> over. In, come, what's the next thing? We're in wild boy winter. That's yeah. What we're so it. let's figure know. that out. But um, um, but yeah, my weekend wasn't bad. Didn't really do much. Like I said, Disney Plus dropped. So you've been. I've been trying to check out a bunch of shows and stuff on there, catch up on, um, I'm about to watch Smart Guy and Sister Sister, catch up on all of that jazz. Um, how was your weekend? Um, so the weekends have been kind of, you know, chill. Mm -hmm. I mean, with of course, with the temperature drop, I was indoors all last weekend. I mean, basically I worked, so I've, I've been working a lot over the weekends on Saturdays. Right. Um, which, like pretty you know, much every Saturday. Every Saturday, work, 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 work. But um, once I get finished with that, I'm basically in the house. And so 
need to zhuzh up need to zhuzh up my weekend a little bit. Maybe I'll take the old man out and do something fun uh, because my weekends have been very, very chill. I recently, so with the cold weather, I introduced a friend. I had a friend over and I got him to watch The Talented Mr. Ripley. Do you remember that film? Yes, with Matt Damon. Yeah, he told me about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, The Talented Mr. Ripley with Matt Damon, Jude Law. One of a really, you know, not one of, I wouldn't say my favorite film, but a great film that's in the canon of um tr well trenton's canon of films mm -hmm. but really beautiful in terms of filmmaking story all of those things characterization i really enjoyed that movie and so being able to introduce him to that was fun nice yeah i he told me about that actually he said he had never seen the movie and i was like oh well you're in we were i already forgot what we were talking about but something um, they're related to the talented of Mr. Ripley. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. So, yeah. Good. Um, so did that, did a little bit of cooking. It's so funny, especially when I think the cold weather brings out the best struggle meals. It does, because you don't um, want to leave the house. Because you don't want to leave the house. And so mm -hmm. you're like, how do I turn <laughs> this this turn up? I did this today. Um, with, I have some turn up. I have yes. a cherries i have yes um some macaroni and cheese i put together a bomb salad on yeah. saturday out of um, like leftover things i had and so that was my sunday that was mm -hmm. me creating a masterpiece which actually came out to be a really nice like take on mac and cheese uh with parmesan <laughs> cheese packets and some butter and some other things i this you know is definitely your ministry it was yeah it, it definitely it, was, your it actually came out beautiful through a little um some herbs in there some oregano some basil um yeah it it, it 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 definitely came together dude how did it taste though it was it was good i you know what this is what i'll say mm -hmm. um i read i when i was doing this i was like okay i'm trying to make this you know mac and cheese is super easy but one of the things that you need of course is cheese and milk right um which I did, not have, I did not have milk. <laughs> um, so it was like, I need to be I mean, you could creative here. do water, but I mean, it's so not I, the same. No, I wanted to be, I, I had to be creative. And so I actually, we had some creamer um, in the refrigerator Stop. and I threw a little bit of creamer. Stop. And if, you know what? It got it to the consistency that I needed and it wasn't bad with when I added, you know, the extra seasoning to it. Um, it actually came out pretty good. So, so Chef Homeboy RD. Shout out to the Struggle Mills, and you know, I think, I think that there should be an IG page dedicated to Struggle Mills. I'm pretty sure there um, are, like a Struggle Meal recipe. I think there like, is. This is yeah. We need to yeah. look that up, and we need to promote that because with this cold weather, you're not wanting to leave the house, not wanting to do all the grocery shopping, running one. out to get yeah. that one little thing. We need to we need yeah. to make that happen. And we if need to not, support the community. there's always Uber Eats. True, 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 Boom. true. Which I had done that already so. in the the morning of. Um, so you have to really watch those you have to Uber Eats. <laughs> no, you have to say it. Guys, I was like looking at how much I was spending on Uber Eats and I actually deleted it from my phone. Oh, really? Yeah. How much were you spending? I, I mean, I'm not going to go into it. It's a little mm. bit embarrassing. Couldn't you in the, um, the poorhouse? But definitely I was spending what... If I added up what I was spending in terms of like delivery fees and all of that stuff, and yeah, Uber Uber has a lot of my checks. I, I mean, basically out. give my check to Uber once it comes, um, because that's how much I was spending. So I had to delete Uber Eats and Postmates. See, I don't have Postmates. I just have Uber Eats, but I don't do it. I do it once a week, basically. I don't do it all yeah, the time. I, and think, it's only I mean, the like I said, when it's cold like this, it's really tough, but. Um, I charge everyone to do that. If you are an at or if you are a regular Uber Eats user or Postmates or any of those um, any of those kinds of services apps, just take a quick inventory of how much you're spending. I'm, I'm sure you're going to surprise yourself. There you go. Yeah. Shout out. Okay. So, um, you want to get on to our next section? Yeah. So let's get into it for um, Woo Chow. Woo Chow is where we get to go over all of the top moments in pop culture uh, from this past week. All of the big social media moments, things that we may have seen uh, that made us say, woo child. So, up first, what do you have? 
I'm actually going to let you go first. Okay. I'm going to save my, I have a monologue. I have a public oh service announcement I want to give because I am highly upset. Okay, all right. So Here I'll we let go. you go first. I think the first thing that made me say Wu Chow this week was the release of Shea Moisture Men's new, um, their newest ad. So each year, Shea Moisture Men does the Define Your Beard campaign out during November for No right. Shave November. Right. Um, and, ooh, child, they, <laughs> what they brought they this never, time they around. They never disappoint. Let's put they, it like that. They did not disappoint this year. So they always select, you know, a group of men of color to be the smoke, the spokesmodels. Mm-hmm. And, um, honey, on Instagram, those photos definitely blew up the internet of the new 15 men that have been selected to be, to represent this campaign. And so, a few of them I was already following. Okay. I've, I I'm recognize everybody in the video. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you have to I recognize everyone in the video. I only recognize the few. Oh, stop. But, I, but no, no, no. Lies. I only recognize the few. Um, Kevin Portillo, I think, was the one that I, like, recognized. Mm-hmm. But uh, outside of them, I mean, it was... I feel like he was in last year's video, too, though. I don't think so. Okay. I I don't think so because he was just kind of going over it this um, year and he did a big post about Instagram of how thankful he was and all that stuff. But um, not to take away, and he was not the only person, like I said, it's 15 men that it's, and it's a large array of um, ethnic backgrounds. So must have been that other photo I saw of all Um, of them like on the street. It was really cool. White shirts. Yeah, it was, it was really cool, but definitely made me say Wu Chow. Um, if you haven't seen it already, do yourself a favor and get over to Shea Moisture Men on Instagram. Shea Moisture Men, all one word, and take a look at um, at what God has done. God is good. All the time. <laughs> okay. Well, woo child to that. Um, all right. Do you want me to go or do you want to keep going? I, I mean, you're definitely going to have a, you're going to have a comment on what I have to say. Do one no, more. No, no, I definitely mind. can keep going. Um, I think the next thing for me was Trina at Walmart, the Trina situation at Walmart. I saw so that. this incident. Um, if you haven't. She gets zero, <laughs> zero fucks if you, if you haven't heard about it, I'll break it down for you really quickly. Videos have surfaced and have kind of been um, circulating on Instagram and Twitter of Trina at Walmart. Um speaking very uh, loudly i'll say that to spirited boy. um very very spirited <laughs> very spirited, very spirited to a uh, fellow customer trina was shopping at walmart <laughs> and the lady apparently called her um a nigger b um a well if you're gonna bitch. say nigger you might as well say bitch no, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, no, no, no. I mean a nigger bitch but yeah so um a nigger bitch is what she she called trina at that point, and then what we see, the video that we see, is basically Trina responding to that. Um, and people respond, are, she did. And, and people are basically asking, like, wait, what happened? What's going on? All of these things. There was some rumors out there basically saying that Trina, or the, uh, Trina had bumped into her accidentally, or that they had some kind of physical, physical commotion. But what actually happened, Trina later uh, did an interview with TMZ to explain her side of the story, Mm -hmm. sharing that she saw the woman actually earlier in the store Mm -hmm. and she was distraught and uh, the woman appeared to be distraught. And Trina came over and asked her, you know, is everything okay? What's wrong? Those types of things. And I think the lady was like, you're in my personal space. Back up, you nigger bitch. And then... um, from there, who does that? Like, <laughs> so from there, Trina and her friends went to the employee, the mm-hmm. nearest employee at right. Walmart, um, and and was like, "Did you hear what she called me?" And then that's when the actual commotion started. So the woman starts making some. She starts making her way to the exit, um, and then the staff member, and then the Walmart staffing. People, the staff members who are there, if you look at the video, mm-hmm. uh, are kind of like helping her make her way to the exit. Um, and there is another exchange, a verbal exchange, in which Trina really Goes takes off. And that's what we see. <laughs> takes off. Um, and so Trina went back to respond and was like, there was no physical piece to it. Don't believe the hype. But this is actually what happened. words were said, though. Yeah. There was definitely words said. Um, if you haven't seen it, once again, 
check it out because Trina had to get into that three. She went in three straight three hundred five. <laughs> she was not playing. The baddest uh, bitch. So I, I loved it, um, and you know. It don't matter. Anybody could get it. It don't matter if I'm at the Walmart or wherever. <laughs> I, hey. So shout out to Trina for shout, her ground. Absolutely. Shout out to Trina. Um, if you haven't seen the video, definitely check it out. It's um, it's it's uh, NSFW for sure. <laughs> Put it like that. So. Yeah. Um, woo child. Okay. Um, okay. So <clears throat> here are my thoughts. This is a PSA announcement for all you loose booty, low self-esteem having, wouldn't know what sexy is if it hits you in the damn face. John Legend was just named the sexiest man alive by People Magazine, and people are in an uproar. And it makes absolutely no sense to me. I mean, what... I don't even know where to begin here with the fact that, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, John's not sexy at all. Like, oh, well, he's cute or whatever, oh, but like, sexy. he's not sexy. And it's like, okay, we understand what the stereotypical tropes are of what sexy is because, I mean, everybody, the, the examples that everyone brought up were Jason Momoa and Idris Elba and The Rock. And it's like, okay, cool. They've been sexy. They'll always be sexy. But John's got the voice, Curtis. John has the voice, okay. all right? Okay. And beyond that, I'm going to run down the list of things of why I think John Legend is My sexy. My question is, y'all want to say John Legend is not sexy, but y'all thought Blake Shelton was sexy? Don't even get me started. How did we get there? <laughs> Don't even get me started, okay? Number one, John Legend is super sexy because he's talented. He can sing. He can sing. He's, got, he's an EGOT. You know, for those of you uncultured people who don't know what that is, that means he has an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. So he's very successful and very talented. That's sexy to me. I don't know if you've seen the photos that Chrissy Teigen was posting or that Funny or Die video, but John Legend's got cakes. Don't do <laughs> don't don't let it fool you. Don't let it fool you. John Legend is very fine. Okay, number two and number three, he's politically aware and he hates Kanye just as much as I do. Okay, that's the sexiest trait of all. You know, he endorsed Elizabeth Warren. He's all about you know civility and doing his civic duty, and that by far is a sexy trait as well. So I think what you girls will probably have to ask yourself is: is are you looking for someone? Who is the full picture? Or are you just going off of a physical stance when you think about sexy? You should probably broaden your horizon a little bit if you're thinking more just physically. Because that's what I think a lot of these girls are doing. And that's just not okay. Yeah, I think sexiness is definitely subjective. Like, it's one of those things that it's going to look different for everybody. You have no arguments here for me. Um, None. I, think, I, None. I, I, I would definitely endorse this. Um, this is, is him being on uh, People's uh, World Sexiest Man cover. So he Hello? definitely um, get, he gets my vote. So leave Chrissy and I's man alone and go and go find you some business. Chrissy is really excited about this. She really is. Girls done changed her Twitter she bio. Really, she was she like, said sleeping with the hottest Currently sleeping with the world's sexiest, sexiest man, man alive. I was like, I'm so here for it. And then, you know, she was like, you know, you were between him and Idris. She was like, but okay. Cause but he's got the cuter posted, baby photo. She was like, John Legend posted, he was like, this was me at 15. Da, yes. Da, da, da. She was like, but let's see Idris at 15. And then he posted his photo. Oh, yeah. She was like, damn, I tried, baby. Damn, yeah. fine. <laughs> she was like, damn, I tried. I tried, yeah. baby. But Oh, no, it, was, it wasn't at 15. You. It was at 95. Yeah. He's like, this is John Legend at 95. She was like, yeah, yeah let's see Idris at 95. Yeah. And, and then he, he posted. He was like, this is me at 95. Ain't changed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, about that, but def you get no arguments here. So, I think I definitely endorse um, John Legend as the sexiest man. I do too. I do too. So for all and anybody else hating on Twitter or Instagram about it, sorry, sorry about it. Don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So that's a woo child for me. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Next up, uh, Drake. So. Drake was woo a child. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I don't even know if this is a woo child moment. I this is a woo child in the sense of how things get taken out of proportion. Right? So like with Trina's situation, we just sitting here looking at that and there was like supposed to be this physical commotion. And Trina was like, that's not what happened. Right. Drake's situation of apparently being booed at clamp uh camp. Clamp. camp. Yeah, at camp, camp, camp flog now. 
Um, Which I've never heard of. I haven't heard of that so, either, but it's, you know, probably it's a thing. But, yeah. um, so it was reported that he was booed at uh, during Tyler, the Creator's set when I think that they, the team, the crowd expected Frank Ocean to come out on stage. Uh, and so there was this whole thing of Drake gets booed and then Drake on Twitter is like, well, I just signed, you know, a 10-year deal to be at Camp Flognaw for right. the next 10 the years. I just signed right. a 10-year residency. Basically, so get like, used to it, bitches. So it's very interesting. I found an article, I think it was on Complex, that explains what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was not the case of him being booed immediately right. while he when he came out on right. stage. It was the end of his set. So during yeah, so during this um during Tyler the Creator show, he was like, Can I bring out a couple of friends? And I think it was rumored that Frank Ocean would well, be there. But like nobody had those rumors but like the fans, right? You know, it, right. it was like through a Reddit, yeah. I don't Reddit think Frank Ocean was in no. the city like, at that time. I think it was at home, yeah. <laughs> and so it was rumored that he was going to be there Sitting on so, his couch. Um, so Tyler the Creator breaks out a number of people. I think it was Drake. I think it was a couple others. But they come out and they each do like two to three songs a piece, right? Okay. And so Drake was coming out towards the end of the show, and. I, yeah, of course, Drake being the largest star, they probably saved him for last. Right. Well, he kept, so, like, teasing up to Drake. Like, oh, I've got yeah. another friend. Or here, I'm going to bring out another friend. And, and during this time, everyone's thinking it's Frank Ocean. Oh, it's like, it's okay, Frank. Frank is coming out. Frank's Frank, Frank, Frank. Right. And then it's Drake. And they're like, okay, uh, cute. What is this? Uh, and they're like, <laughs> cute. All right, do Hotline Bling and get out of here and God's plan and let's go. Uh, but he starts to do, like, a couple more songs mm-hmm. on top of the two to three. And... Then he was like, hey, I'll keep going. I was like, do you guys want me to keep yeah. going? And, and everybody's like, like, no. Boo. Oh, get And he off. said, what did he say? He was like, all right, well, it's, it's been like, real. He's like, it's love. It's all right, it's all love. Cool, 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 cool. Bye. And he said, man, his stage. ass right off. Um, he did off the stage. Off the he stage. definitely did the Apollo Mr. <laughs> Sandman dance off the stage. Um, what I think is interesting about this is like, this is a prime example of how things get turned out of proportion. Like, where did these rumors that came that Frank Ocean was coming, right? Right. So, like, how does that even become a thing? And then this mm-hmm. whole idea of, like, well, he was booed because he wasn't Frank Ocean. Well, that's not the truth. People were excited to see Drake and right. happy that he was there. But they were they thought that he was eating up too much time in anticipation for Frank Ocean. Well, sorry about it, but Frank was at home sipping on some tea or something and not there. Yeah, Frank's... Ocean's very interesting character. I feel like we need to do an expose. He's very eccentric. Um, on him. But, so that was the situation at Camp Flognog, just so that you know. Woo child. I, I do have, have child. I have one more woo child um, okay. I wanted to discuss really briefly. The Summer Walker thing. Have you heard about that? Child. I don't know. A poor baby. Because of... Um, I her feel, anxiety. I feel bad for her. I mean, well, explain it for the people. Well, as someone who has anxiety, I absolutely get it. Explain but Summer it Walker people. has a, excuse me, she has a very huge social anxiety, and so like she's an, she considers herself to be an empath. So she like picks up people's energy. I I don't know. I don't really know a lot about that. So I'm not going to try to trivialize, you know, her illness or issue or whatever we're calling this. Um, but basically, she's canceling her tour. I, irony, the irony is the name of her tour was the first and the last tour. Yeah. And that was the realest statement ever. And so she decided she was canceling the tour. This entertainment life is not for her. Um, she was doing like meet and greets and it was like weighing on her life a lot, like just consuming all of her energy and stuff. And she was saying that, you know, that transference of energy and stuff like really wears her out and she's got really bad social anxiety and, you know, just... It, it really sounds like that she was not prepared for the fame, you know, of her literally shot out of a cannon, 60 miles an hour, um, this notoriety and this fame that she's getting now and all mm-hmm. of this attention. She was not ready for it or not, you know, um, nobody prepared her for all of this. And okay. so now she is retreating out of the spotlight and like not wanting to really do any of this. She was, I remember seeing a video where she was talking about how she would. You know, she continued, she wanted to make music, but like live performances and stuff like that, interviews, all of that jazz, she's not into. Like, if you've seen some of her interviews, like she just, 
is just gone, like over it. You know what? To be honest with you, and this is no shade, I haven't paid much attention to Summer Walker. Well, hey, there you go. Um, I haven't paid much attention to her. I haven't seen anything that has moved me um, like out of my seat to want to kind of do a you right. know, kind of deep dive into her music. I've, or I've listened like to a few of her songs, but like I'm not a huge fan. But I mean, she's got a, some nice. She did that song Girls Need Love, too, or Girls Need Something. Mm-hmm. Or I think that's what it's called. You know, I don't know a lot of this new stuff. I don't know a lot of this new music out here that y'all kids be listening to. You a lie, because the last road trip we did, you but, was playing uh, out all of these new. But no, I think, well, this is what I will say. I think it's difficult for um, someone who does have, you know, deals with anxiety or other like mental health issues and things like that. But I feel like as people, you you also know what you need to, um, you need to do self inventory, right? So like, was she working with the therapist on the road? Did she have someone she could talk to? What were the coping strategies that she was? I don't think she endorsing? does. Yeah. So it's just like it's really unfortunate that this is kind of the way that it's playing out. Because mm-hmm. if I was a promoter, if I was anyone in the industry, I would definitely look twice at her moving forward before I signed on right. to do any kind of tour right. promotion. Just out of fear of like anything of like wait whoa this is you out the gate you you struggling out the gate so mm-hmm. it's difficult that it's, that it has to happen like this and I think um this is also a really great example of being vocal about your needs and self-care mm-hmm. right like I think that of course she's she's definitely taking that opportunity now of being like I'm stopping this so I can do a self, you know, a self inventory and, um, you know, take care of me. But had this been a preemptive measure um, instead of a reactive one, I right. think it would be different. I think we'd be in a different place. I agree. It's just all about planning, you know, especially when you you go into situations and you know that you're already like at a, a detriment or at a, um, at a at a what's the word I'm looking for? You're at a um, God, I don't remember the word. Um, dictionary. Right, I need one. But I, when you're already down, like you definitely have to have some a plan in mm-hmm. place about how you're going to, you know, deal with that. And yeah. it, it does not seem like that she does. So that's unfortunate for her. Um, but that was a quick woo child I wanted to give. I hope she um, finds what's going to make her happy. I'll put it at that. Uh, yeah, I hope she does too. She's going to have to um, take some time to... Uh, Figure out how how she's going to continue to feel fulfill her passion. Right. What's that? What what's that going to look like? Is right. going to be just behind the scenes moving forward? Um, those kinds of things. Yeah, I agree. So, um, that's all I have for Wu Chai. What about you? That's that's it for me. I think um, we let's take a break and then Marcus, cool. you're going to come back with uh, our spill segment. Yes, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, and it's time for a spill segment. Um, it's my week this week, and I want to talk about social media. Um, I'm kind of relating this to a piece of news that happened this week, um, and we're going to kind of elaborate on that a little bit. So basically, Instagram has just decided to remove their likes feature, their, their number of you seeing the number of likes on people's posts and things like that. Yeah. Um, they were already doing it in other countries like Australia and I think uh, somewhere else. They were already kind of running this beta test. And so now it's finally entered here in the U.S. And so my spill segment this week is just going to be um, about social media. One of the reasons that Instagram had is because they were saying this generation, you know, millennials and what Gen Z or whatever, they were moving the likes because of mental health related, you know, being attributing social media to a, a healthy mental state, you know, okay. because a lot of people attribute, you know, uh, likes to equaling, you know, some type of satisfaction or instant gratification mm-hmm. in a sense. And so, and so I just want to talk about in terms of social media, do we think social media is a good thing, you know, especially in today's time, or do we think, do you think it's like overused? Because a lot of the times you see people's highlight reel, but you never really see what's going on behind the scenes. So you're only seeing 
the best parts or the parts that people want you to see, but you're not seeing maybe a lot of things that people could be dealing with behind the scenes. So what do you think about that? Is the question being, is social media overused? That or where number one, is it overused? And number two, is it become is it starting to become detrimental to like our way of thinking? You know, is it some is this something that we are heavily relying on that maybe we shouldn't now for like gratification? Hmm. Um, I think is it overused? No, I don't think it's overused. I think social media serves so many different purposes. Um in terms of business and branding and connecting with people um, that we wouldn't have, you know, that well, that we didn't have, you know, let's say 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think that it's overused um, by, the, by the general public. I, I personally don't think so. What I do think is that we as a um, society have become, we've, we've become kind of trained to only show the good, right? right. To only show the good, to only put the our best, best foot forward, you, yeah. all of those things. And also in the flip side of that, we've also been trained to be one uppers, like to, you know, how can you be like, the competitive spirit of social media, I think, is where we get into trouble. Um, so as as people, I feel like the majority of I feel like the majority of like I would say my generation and so what? That's young millennials into Generation Z. Is that what the, I guess the is the what we're calling? Okay, that. so my look thirty and above. Um, have become more so competitive with social media, mm -hmm. and, and I think that that's I think that that is the problem piece, and I think that that's the idea or the thought process behind all of the likes and things like that. When you say competitive, what do you mean? As wanting to have the best profile, wanting to kind of show like that, like top moments um, okay the, the you know the or best the photos the yeah. all of that stuff i think that that it comes more so from a competitive um it, it comes more so from a competitive place rather than a let me show people what you know right what my life is because our lives are not like that mm -hmm. but wanting to kind of one up my neighbor one up what i've seen someone else do mm -hmm. Um, I, I feel like that's where it comes from. Hmm. I, I definitely don't. Uh, I agree with that. I think it is competitive, but I also think that social media can be just very exhausting sometimes. You know, I, I've caught myself on Instagram or Twitter and stuff like that. And, you know, there's a, a, a lot what the term people are using. There's a lot of clout chasers, a lot of people who are trying to like push the, the envelope or the boundaries to like gain some social media fame or gain the social media following and stuff like that. And sometimes that's a little disturbing to me. Or again, you'll be Why on is that a problem? Because sometimes it's done at a disservice. It's not genuine or it's problematic in some, in some scenarios. You know, I mean, um, again, like for example, filming people getting into fights at uh, Popeye's over chicken sandwiches and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. mm, probably not the best use, maybe call the police or something like that. You know, I mean, if it's a dangerous situation and I've seen a lot more of people, instead of like helping out in dangerous situations or problematic situations, they're too busy trying to catch it on video so that they can post it on Twitter or Instagram later and get the likes and get the follows and get the numbers or whatever. Um, that's what I mean by like clout chasing a little bit in okay. that sense. Um, as far as Instagram goes, I think, um, it's sort of like the keeping up with the Joneses mentality, you know, I mean, you, I think that goes into your competitive nature that you were talking about. Sometimes, you know, you see people's Instagram posts and stuff like that, and you're trying to keep up with, you know, mm -hmm. the same, or, you know, you're trying to portray the same to, you know, show that you are able to keep up or kind of like be on the same level and stuff like that, instead of kind of running your own race or running someone else's or trying to keep up with someone else's. But on the hindsight of that, you don't really see what they're doing like beyond social media 
you know? So you may see somebody post this fly-ass outfit or something, but maybe they don't even own it. Maybe they were in the dressing room or in a store and, like, put that shit right back on the rack once they were done taking a photo, you know? So, I mean, there's all of those things, I think, go into it, which kind of makes social media a little harmful. So I, I say all of that to say is that I'm not, I don't know if I'm mad about Instagram removing the like feature. I don't know yet. I don't know. I would have to see see it and see if that was something because I, I don't I don't necessarily look at the likes myself, but I do in a sense. You know, oh, girl, don't even try to say that you don't look at the likes. I mean, I do, but at the same time, like it doesn't bother me if one of my photos doesn't get as many likes as I thought it was going to be because I think I've gotten to the point where on Instagram I post stuff that I'm happy with and I'm okay with regardless, mm-hmm. you know. And if it gets likes, great. If it doesn't, cool. Like, it's still going to stay up. Like, I'm not going to delete it. Yeah. I think that we just have to do a better job uh, training ourselves and training those that are coming up behind us in terms of what to use social media for and what to take, you know, to take everything with a grain of salt. Right. You know, it, it. this is a photo. This is a two-dimensional photo. You're, you're only seeing you know, this one, this one side. Correct. Um, and making sure that people know that. Um, I personally feel as though social media allows people to build a online presence, mm-hmm. which then can pour into opportunities. If used correctly. If used correctly. So right. like, which can pour into opportunities outside of that, just to see what social media has done for careers like La La Milan. Oh, or, yeah. You know, blame it on Quay. Blame it on Quay. Just or, You know, all of them. Yeah. Like, it's it's definitely a powerful bargaining chip. And without those likes and without those views, where would those people be? I get that. Um, and so that's where I go to in terms of Instagram removing the likes or things like that. Let's talk about this podcast, for instance. If we do a post and, you know, we see that one like, one type of post is getting you know, a number of likes or and one is not, then like that helps us, you know, create better content mm-hmm. for, you know, for our audience. Well, I mean, don't, that's to say that like with, the, with them getting rid of the likes, that's not, just not that you want, you'll still be able to see them, just they won't be public. So like, you'll still have like that analytics back end knowledge to know like what's getting likes and stuff and what's doing well, what's performing well, but front facing when you are on Instagram, you won't see those likes publicly. Okay, but even in the same sense of like, also people, other people also right. knowing what is right, what's popular, popular or what's trending or what's you know what is everybody into mm-hmm. Th- that that part of it is being taken away for sure. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Let us know what you think. Um, social media things like that. As far as the Instagram like feature, is this something that um, you guys like? Something that you don't like? Huh? You get the pun. Come on, come on, no pun. Okay. <laughs> um, let us know in the comments on Instagram. We may put up another poll um, this week on the IG story Somebody talking about that. Oh, so. I, I know you done with polls, honey. I know you don't want another one. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, sometimes you just have to kind of, it ebbs and flows. You have to, you have to understand that sometimes elections are rigged. Polls are rigged, and that's okay, that. Okay, moving on. So, Up next, we have... We're taking a break, uh, is what we're going to do. Flat, uh, <laughs> which is our signature segment. Stay tuned. Payola. Hey, everyone. We're back. You're listening to Cold Pop, and it's time for Fizz or Flat where we get to go down the top moments in pop culture and rate them with the fizz if we're feeling them or flat if we're not. I'm going to start this week. I think the first thing for me is Robin Crawford's Tell All Book, a song for you. Juicy. So this past week, Robin has been making the rounds on all of... um, Literally everything. Yeah. She has been on everything. You name it, Wendy Williams. I mean... She's even on Red Table Talk. I, I saw that. And it's I said, "Damn, yeah, Robin." Yeah. She said, "Oh, about to be out here." Yeah, red table talk as well. So, I mean, lot definitely making the rounds. But for for me, the I guess the tough thing or the question that I first wanted to ask was, "Why now?" Right? Like, right. why is it important now? Mm-hmm. Why do we want to come with this? Mm-hmm. The book is titled "A Song for You: My Life with Whitney Houston," um, and it's three hundred twenty pages. And so she it's is short. hitting um, all of 
she, I mean, she's hitting everything. She's talking she's talking about her and Whitney, but she's also talking about you know when Bobby Brown came into the picture, mm-hmm. all of those people who were telling her not to marry him, those types of things. Mm-hmm. And so, um, why now is the question that that grows for me. Um, which I don't know if I have. I don't know if I have an answer to. And I don't think you'll and get I don't an think answer. She's, I don't think yeah. she's really explained an answer. She hasn't. I mean, to me, I'm sure there is some financial motivation behind this to do a number book, one, right? Like mm-hmm. you could have done an interview and just said, like, I want to get my story out there, and boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with a, being doing a book and you know peddling it to the masses as she's had, because she's literally been on every outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there, of course, are some financial motivations. Not to say that she's broke or needs money, but, you know, it's, you know, let's monetize. Right. So... I think the other option, or the other thing could be, she could have been, um, she could have signed an NDA, and the term limits on that is finally are up, and so she's able to finally talk. You know, she I could have signed... Her, do NDA. her family. Not Whitney, her family. Because, you know, they didn't like Robin. I don't think they would I'd make. Like, I don't think that they would have made Robin Crawford sign the NBA though. I I would never say never. I, I don't. That. Number one, I don't. Because what this Sissy is, didn't. This is going to sound shady. Necessarily like Robin. This, she did not. But this is going to sound shady. I don't think that they had the um, wherewithal to make Robin Crawford sound <laughs> an NBA. Ooh, I don't know. I don't think Pat and Michael and Sissy. I, I mean, know. you saw Sissy singing background for Aretha. I don't think that they had the wherewithal to make Robin want like to have like now. Movie. No, but I mean, back like then, at the height of Whitney's career, like back then, like what Robin was talking I don't about. Think so. I think somebody made like when Robin left the camp and like no longer but was who working. Who in the camp would have done it? Lawyers, something like that. You know, somebody could have pushed her into some kind of signing, some type of contract or something. You never know. I mean, I just. I, I'm just, I guess I'm looking for an answer to the why now, you know, because I have the same question. Like, well, why now? Like, why after all this time? You know, I, think enough been, t- I think it's just that enough time has passed and it's... How long has Whitney been dead? Oh, what? Two thousand. She died in, what, 2012, right? Yeah, 2012, something like that. Yeah, 2012. So... I think yeah. it's just, yeah, I think enough time has passed and, hey, like... It's about going on eight years. You know, maybe it's that, you know, Bobby Christina is no longer with us, and so... But she's been there for a while, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, of course it's going to take some time to get the book deal, to write it, right. all of that stuff. So I think mm-hmm. that this has been in the works now for quite some time, mm-hmm. but maybe, you know, maybe those are some of the reasons why. I have no clue. Interesting. But the book is here. Um... I'm happy that Robin's able to tell her story. Right, I, think I am she's too. She's definitely paid her dues as being by Whitney's side and you know being more than a friend, um, more than a friend to her. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just story to tell, sis. So I, I, I give this a fizz. What about you? I give it a fizz. I think again, I agree. It's absolutely. Will you be purchasing the book? Hmm. I don't know. I might. I will not. Why not? I I don't care. You don't care. I might, you know, I've looked, I've looked at um, some of her interviews and stuff like that, and they're very interesting. I looked at the Wendy Williams interview. I know um, Oprah O Magazine, they're doing something with Robin, and then I watched the Red Table Talk interview with Jada Pinkett and mm-hmm. her. I watched well. the interviews. I don't think I so, Yeah, so I'm gonna say maybe I watch the interviews first and see. I mean, obviously you want a thin line of like not giving like too much so that people buy the book, right? Um, but still, you want to give an interesting interview too. So, all right, what else you got? Okay. Um, next for me would be the, uh, so you've heard of Disney Plus. Disney Plus is here. Netflix said, Nickelodeon and Netflix said, ah, 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 (laughs) not so fast. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) So days after Disney launched their streaming service, Netflix has now, has now announced that they are going to be doing a multi-year partnership deal with Nickelodeon. The gag. Okay, so this partnership will include um, the original animated films and television series from the channel, but also they're going to be bringing new ideas and new programming based on some of those characters. Yes, um, and even so, live action things. Right, so. so... Well, I mean, when you think about it, like, especially with millennials, like, we grew up on Nickelodeon and Disney. So, I mean, especially a lot of the stuff that is out there now. Like, I, I have just as many favorite Nickelodeon shows as I do Disney shows. And you know what? The thing about it is, is because everybody's on this Disney Plus, to be honest with you, I, you know I'm not really into the Disney cartoon 
kind of stuff. Like I, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be watching that kind of stuff as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, what you might get me to watch with this Nickelodeon Netflix deal mm-hmm. is some kind of uh, remake or revamp of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Did you ever watch? Um, That's the only thing I want to see. And y'all will probably relate to this if you're cool. <laughs> Um, in the mornings when I was getting ready, did you ever watch like Wild Thornberries and Rocket Power and stuff like that? Those cartoons. I didn't watch. Morning? I knew of the Wild Thorn. Um, I knew of the Wild Thornberries. I didn't watch it. Like Rocket Power was my show. I would always watch it every morning before I went to school. Like that and the Wild Thornberries, and like I was like, okay. I would love to see those shows again. I wasn't watching that kind of stuff when I was a kid. I was not watching cartoons. You know what my favorite movie was as a little boy? What? That's how you knew I was okay. Probably. Uh, waiting to Excel. Yeah, you're gay. That was my favorite. <laughs> oh, film. I love that movie too. As a little, I mean, a little kid. Yeah, you was gay. Being like doing <laughs> all of, <laughs> doing all of the lines. Bernadette, you want me to cut it all off? I, this, girl, you want to shorten mine or shorten mine? <laughs> you've been growing your hair for, for 10 fifteen years. years. Fifteen years. When I cut it myself, go, 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 fine. Okay, just give me the scissors. Look here. You want to shorten them? You want to shorten mine? You want to shorten them? Thank you. <laughs> that was one of my best. So yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I just I really never got into that kind of stuff. Um, or I would watch old shows like Say by the Bell. And I mean, Different I watch all, all that too. That yeah, just, you know the cartoons thing. I'll say this. Um, what were those shows? Those were the Saturday morning cartoons that I liked. Okay, that came on ABC. I remember the one so Saturday like, morning. So like Recess. Yes. Pepperan. Yeah, Pepperan. Pepperan. Um, She's too cool for seventh grade. There was one called like The Weekenders or something like that. Yep. I like those. And I watched. I remember X Men. I was. Just Are those on Disney Plus? Recess and Pepperan. Uh, that I don't know. I'd have to go back and check. And I want to. I, I want to. Yeah. I, I think so. That. I love Recess. Yeah, I might get a seven day trial subscription out of I me. I love that. And you know what, on there. And you know what I really liked from Disney were like the Disney Channel original movies, the DCOM movies. I don't no, know if I you remember like a lot of them. One of my favorites was um and actually probably still to this day because the one of the leads was a black boy, Larry. Um don't look under the bed. I did a whole short story of in seventh grade over this movie. And because Larry was this um there was the main character, her name was Francis. And her imaginary friend was Larry, and Larry was this black boy. Okay. And like when she, when you, the the whole premise was that if you started forgetting about your imaginary friend, he turned into the boogeyman. Mm. And so like they had to go through this whole phase and stuff like that. So um, it was very, it was very, very fun, very interesting. Uh, I guess we'll definitely see. Are you giving this a fizz or flat? Disney Plus versus Nickelodeon. I'm definitely giving this. I give this a fizz on Netflix for half because this is how you serve it to the girls when they want to act up. <laughs> no, I give this a fizz too. Good for you them. Give them a full gag. It'll be interesting to see. So, um, what else you got? Um. Oh, so speaking of Netflix, let's stay with that. It was recently released the teaser for the Selena series that's going to be coming on to Netflix, um, which is exciting. And so if you haven't heard, Selena the series will be coming to Netflix very soon, and it will follow the legendary musician Selena um, Quintanilla, Quintanilla. um, who you guys might more so remember from the 97 film Selena, um, played by Jennifer Lopez. But this is going to be a two-part limited series that's going to come through Netflix that will chronicle the singer's life, her uh, rise to stardom, um, and all that kind of came with that, her relationship with her family and her marriage and, and all of those things. And so Christian Serratos, who was a... Uh, she was in The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. will be playing Selena. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of people were excited to see this like one-minute teaser that Netflix released this past week um, that showed her kind of getting ready and doing her makeup and, and all of those things. She looks like Selena. I'll give her that for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so this is going to be a series? This is going to be a limited series that oh, okay. comes through Netflix. series, okay. Um, that will, so not so, very many episodes. Right. So I think the part one is going to be like six episodes, six hour long episodes. Oh, okay. Um, and then there'll be a part two, I guess, that will kind of go into. I wonder who they're going to get life. to play her manager. Wait, her dad? Uh, no, the woman who killed her. Oh, it's, um, so that, oh, Yolanda Salvador. Yeah, so, Yolanda. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. Yolanda. Ooh, I don't know. Jesus. She was the president of her fan club. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know who they're going to get to play 
There was a thing on Twitter asking like who was the worst person, and it had like a picture of Yolanda who killed Selena, then had a picture of Suge Knight who killed Tupac, and then like two other people, and everybody was like emphatically like Yolanda. (laughs) Yolanda was the worst. Definitely. Like Suge is a close second, but Yolanda. Baby, <laughs> she was horrible. Oh, but gosh. really excited about this coming um, to Netflix. And I definitely will be watching. So okay. get a fizz for me. I'll give this a fizz. I'll check it out. You know, I'm always here for new content. So, so. Um, you have anything else, or is that it? Um, no, that's it for me. Okay, well, that's it for me. Um, all right. So, what are our final thoughts here? I'll let you go first. What is your What is the moral of your story this episode? I think. It's not necessarily a moral, it's just more so an observation of how we allow um, stories to kind of cultivate and curate themselves without any actual truth mm-hmm. uh, to them. So thinking back to like the Trina situation and the Drake situation um, of these, this this past week of just, you know, we need to, we really need to do better in terms of... Um, stop creating these narratives uh, that we think will get more likes, more views. Cloud, cloud chasers, I'm telling you. So, so um, mine is short and sweet. Y'all ain't shit. I can't believe y'all didn't vote for me. <laughs> I'm real ate up. But you know what? It's okay. It's not. I'm going to pick myself up by the bootstraps. I will tell y'all. And I'm going to really, keep I mean, y'all going. can tell she's really not. Okay? Because I know the truth. She's upset. I know the truth. She's upset. She didn't want to work I know today. The truth. I came in to record. She didn't want to record. And you record. know what? And some, just because you got a little money doesn't mean that you'll always be successful. So you may have won right now and paid off some of the, a lot of these voters that you quote unquote have on your Instagram and these paid sponsored posts and shit. But I'll be back. Oh, I'll be is an elephant heavy. I will. I'll be back, baby. Don't worry. I'll be back. Okay. Girl. So to hell with y'all. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, you can follow us as always on social media at Cold Pop Show. And don't forget, if you have any questions or comments or you want to submit any show ideas or if you want to write into the show and you uh, want our commentary on something, feel free to email us at coldpopshow at gmail.com. Um, also, you can follow me on social media at, on Instagram and Twitter at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. And you can find me at Trenton Rashad on Instagram and on Twitter at Trenton RD. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. Um, We'll hopefully be getting on Spotify here soon. So please like, share, subscribe. Share with a friend. Pass the word on. Um, We got a lot of good responses off of last week's episode and our Halloween episode. So keep up the listening. And we appreciate you guys. And we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.